Hello, 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 everyone. Hello, and how are you doing? My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore, and I am your host for Daily Devotional. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Sharice Johnson-Moore, your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for Daily Devotional. Okay, so daily devotional, we are going to be working on 2 Samuel chapter 11, 1 through 27, okay? 2 Samuel chapter 11, 1 through 27, and we will be discussing today David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. So I want you to get your Bibles, your table, your tablets, your cell phones, however you may read the word, right? And come on and let's learn a lesson for today. Let's learn some new stuff out of this word that we get for today and how to apply that into our daily living. Okay? Come on now. Let's get busy with daily devotional. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. now come on let's get into this word second samuel chapter 11 1 through 27 we're going to be talking about david Bathsheba, and uriah and it reads and it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when kings go forth to battle that david sent joab and his servants with him and all israel and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Raboth. But David tarried still at Jerusalem. And it came to pass in an eve- evening tide that David arose from his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, 
Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, Eliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite? And David sent messengers and took her, and she came in unto him, and he lay with her, for she was purified from her uncleanness, and she returned unto her home her house. And the woman conceived and sent and told David and said, I am with child. And David sent to Joel saying, send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah was come unto him, David demanded of him how Joab did and how the people did and how the war prospered. And David said to Uriah, Go down to thy house, and wash thy feet. And Uriah departed out of the king's house, and there followed him a mess of meat from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house, with all the servants of his lord and went not down to his house and when they had told David saying Uriah went not down unto his house David said unto Uriah camest thou not from thy journey why then didst thou not go down unto thine house? And Uriah said unto David, The ark and Israel and Judah abide in tents, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are encamped in the open fields. Shall I then go into mine house to eat and to drink, and to lie with my wife, as thou livest, and as thy soul liveth, I will not do this thing. And David said unto Uriah, Tarry here today also, and tomorrow I will let thee depart. So Uriah abode in Jerusalem that day, and the morrow, and when David had called him, he did eat and drink before him, and he made him drunk. And at even he went out to lie on his bed with the servants of the Lord, but went not down to his house. And it came to pass in the morning that David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. And he wrote in the letter, saying, Set ye Uriah in the forefront of the hottest battle, and retire ye from him, that he may be smitten and die. And it came to pass, when Joab observed the city, that he assigned Uriah, unto a place where he knew that valiant men were. And the men of the city went out and fought with Joab, 
And there fell some of the people of the servants of David. And Uriah the Hittite died also. Then Joab sent and told David all the things concerning the war. And charged the messenger, saying, When thou hast made an end of telling the matters of war unto the king, and if so be that the king's wrath arise, and he say unto thee, Wherefore approachest ye so nigh unto the city when ye did fight? Knew ye not that they would shoot from the wall, who smote Abimelech, the son of Jerubbesheth. Did not a woman cast a piece of a milestone upon him from the wall that he died in Thebes? Thebes. Why went ye nigh the wall? Then say thou, thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went <clears throat> and came and shewed David all the all that Joab had sent him for. And the messenger said unto David, Surely the men prevailed against us, and came out unto us into the field. And we were upon them, even unto the entering of the gate. And the shooters shot from off the wall upon thy servants, and some of the king's servants be dead, and thy servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. Then David said unto the messenger, Thus shalt thou say unto Joab, Let not this thing displease thee, for the sword devoureth one as well as another. Make thy battle more strong against the city, and overthrow it, and encourage thou him. And when the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she mourned for her husband. And when the morning was past, David sent and fetched her to his house, and she became his wife and bear him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. I have just read Second Samuel chapter 11, 1 through 27. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us just one more day. Just one more day. One more day. One more day. That is the blessing in itself. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing of blessing us with a able to open our eyes and move our bodies, activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the breath in our bodies, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for allowing us just one more day, Lord, to be in the land of the living. Lord, we say thank you all these things we do pray. Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Authors, authors, authors. 
Have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. Come on, let's get into this. Ooh-wee. David is up to no good. David is up to no good. Now, he minding his business. In the chapter, we see that David is minding his business. And he knows it's that time of year that he has to go out and show uh, you know, it, a year has gone by, and and he has, uh, you know, conquered the Syrians and Ammonites, Ammonites, right? And during this time, he says, you know, that uh, and it came to pass after the year was ex- expired at the time when King go forth to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon and besieged Rabah. Uh, but David carried still in Jerusalem. David won't be at home. He chilling. You know, he, he just relaxing and enjoying his time away from war for a little while. And he wakes up one night you know, he wakes up and he starts walking around and he's looking at everything. He's just in relaxed mode, right? So he goes to the roof of his palace, right? He goes to the roof, right, of his palace of where he lives. And he sees this woman taking a bath. He sees the woman, you know, she's getting herself dressed and uh, she's washing herself and she's bathing and everything and whatnot. And she's getting herself all beautified, you know, making herself all nice and fresh and clean, clean, you know. And uh, even like, who this woman? Who this woman? She looks beautiful. She's beautiful. You know, she's beautiful. Okay. And he inquires, he, uh, he, he inquires from one of his servants. He inquires, um, he inquires about this woman, and her name is Bathsheba, right? The wife of Uriah, one of his faithful uh, men of war, and he is out in the field fighting for David. Okay. And, you know, he, he goes. And he, he, you know, he find out who she is and everything. And then he says, all right, um, he goes sends a messenger to retrieve this woman. Goes and gets a messenger to retrieve Bathsheba. 
and he welcomes her in. They sleep together, okay, and then you know, then you know, goes ahead and she gets clean and cleans her up and everything. She let her, he let her take a shower, whatever, and she go back home. All right, so. She knows that she's your child, okay? And she knows this is David's child, right? Because she knows her husband out in the... Her husband is out in the uh, war, in the field with the other uh, men of war, okay? She tells... She gets a message that tells the messenger to tell King David that she's your child. Okay, so... Then, you know, David said he, uh, he calls her Joab. Joab. And he tells Joab to send Uriah to me. Right? And he comes in and him, uh, Uriah and King David have conversation and things like that. He, he King David says, go home and be with, go home and get some rest and you know, relax and relax for a couple of days and everything and enjoy yourself for a minute. But Uriah says, man, I can't do that because all these other men, everybody is out in the field, they're doing war, and I don't feel right being at home in my bed when I know they're out in the field and they're, they're, they're sleeping in the tents and, and things is not, you know, every, everything else is out. It's not somewhere stable. Things are not stable. And Uriah's like, I can't do that. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want to. If my friends out there in the field doing what they got to do for you, I don't think I had a right to be out. I don't think I had a right to be at home because I, I feel like that's wrong. Okay. So he, Uriah, has a conscience. He says, "Look, I don't want to be at home if I got to turn around. I don't want to go home. I don't want to be at home if, if everybody else is out at." war in the field doing that job I want to be out in the job I don't want to I don't feel right going home sleeping in my bed when these men are out in the field okay so that's so so Uriah never goes home and King David finds out he doesn't go home so he conjures up this plot against Uriah and Joab he instructs Joab to help him with this plot well, Joab doesn't know. I don't think he knows about King David's situation with Bathsheba. But it, it, I don't. In one minute, I don't think Joab knows, but in another minute, I think he does. Okay, because David and Joab, I think they real. I think they're close. And he shares what has happened with Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, with Joab. King David shared with Joab about what happened with Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. And they set up Uriah to get killed in the field in war. So, you know, he comes and brings, he says, all right, okay, we, okay, this is what we go, this is what we going to do, you know, so, um, they set up Uriah to get killed. Okay. You know, the night before he sends Uriah back out, he turns around, all right, come on, eat, you know, come on, be merry and everything, whatnot, da, 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 da. 
and they really realized that Uriah didn't never go home. Right, Uriah, Uriah never went home. Okay. So they conjured up this plot to kill Uriah during this this war, during this session, during this um, fight. So King David, Joab, Uriah's out, and and they never. But they say he died, but they don't say specifically how he died. But as um, I'm not gonna assume anything. So it's reported back to. King David that Uriah did, and is told that yeah, um, he got hit by some arrows off the wall. We didn't know they was on the wall, and and they, you know, we didn't know they was at the wall. So they they shot the arrows and killed him. And that was what was told King David. That was what was told told the King David that what that's what happened to him. So that news get back, his wife hears. His wife hears of the news of Uriah, and she mourns and everything, and get back to King David and everything, and, and and she does her mourning, and King David just turned around and said, oh, well, I, you know, oh, well, let me go ahead and take this woman since she's pregnant with my child. Like, I'm thinking in my mind, that's why he conjured up this, because he, like, Uriah didn't never go home to be with his wife to delay with her, so she could claim that the baby was his. You know, that's what he was. That was that's what they was. He was trying to get Uriah to do. He says, "What well, he was like, I can't." You know, he trying to figure something out. You know, King David trying to figure this out. He's like, "Okay, if I bring Uriah home, and he go home be like his wife and say, oh, the baby his.' Okay, that ain't the way it happens. Okay, so and then." He turns around in the end when Uriah is dead. He turns around and takes Bathsheba for his own wife. And the Lord is very displeased with him for this move. Now, King David knew he was wrong from the Gideon. You know, we 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 have you know, in 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 the Bible, it says a man shall cleave to his wife, right? And but my thing is, you're not supposed to cleave to somebody else's wife too. Um, that that don't that don't work too hot. That don't that don't work too hot, you know. And the thing is, is that um, you that's that's fornicating. That's considered fornicating when you sleep with someone else's wife. That is, um, that is a sin, and that is considered a sin. That's one of the you shall not cover another man's wife. You can't cover his things. You can't cover his ox. You can't cover his goats. You can't cover nothing. That means you cannot get so enthusiastic about something somebody else has, and you turn around and plot to take it from them. You can't do that because that's where your that's where the thought. That's why they said you can't cover. Covet, you know, you you got a desire, or you really want something, or or, or you know, and things of that nature. You can't you can't lust after. Right? So David lusted after Bathsheba, but from that first night he saw her, that's what hit him with lust. And God will not God is not pleased with David. This is this I think this is the uh, moment. Where 
you know, all of us are human. All of us are human. All of us are human. We are human, and we ain't, ain't nothing we can do about that. But we can't control our thoughts. We can't control our actions. And we can't control what we do from what we see. Okay, he might have seen that woman. He could have said, oh, no, 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 no. You know, he could have fought that feeling. He could have, he could have, he could have went in and been with other, his, other concubines. And, you know, you could, you could have done something else other than that woman. But he decides that he wants to turn around and he wants this woman. First, it started in his, what he saw. That's where his seeing was at. He saw her first. That's, that was your eyes. When you see with your eyes, you have to turn around and have a thing of, do I want to do I? And then it goes, what you see, and then start thinking. So it went from sight to thought to action, indeed. It's a sequence. He saw, he thought, it became an action and, and, and a thought of what doing what he saw. He saw a beautiful woman. Then that was where the lust came in. He saw this woman, he said, I gotta have her. Okay. Then that that's been goes to the thought. Okay, I gotta have her. So let me go and find out who she is and I'm gonna go ahead and get her to be mine. That's where his thoughts messed up. He th- thought process. Sometimes when we get these thoughts, we can't, we cannot, we can't, we can't take action with certain thoughts that we have. We have to control our mindsets. We have to control our, 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 we even got to control what we see. That was wrong is wrong and right is right. But this was wrong. Okay. And David goes with what he sees. Then it goes to a thought. Then it went into an action. And then it came a deed. Actions and deeds. We got control those. Because they'll get us in the most world of the trouble. I mean, it'll get us in some trouble that we can't get out of. And that is the thing that that like they say you gotta you gotta control your thoughts. You gotta control how you think about yourself. You gotta control how you think about others. You gotta control how you think about about what you're doing and how you're doing and how you gotta. It's a process, right? And we can't lose the process because we so we we go in the thought mode and we think, oh, I could I can have this and I can do this, and even when it comes to business. It's a thought process, okay? I got this idea, okay? The thought process, I got an idea. Now you have to think about how I'm going to carry this idea out to fruition. Do I need to plan for it first? Do I need to set this up? Do I need to, what do I need to do to get all this stuff situated? Right? It's a thought process and it takes time. But David's problem is, what he saw, he had to have. And everything you see ain't good for you, my grandma would say. Everything you see is not good for you. Everything that glitter ain't gold, okay? Um, and in the next chapter, we will find out what happens with King David and Bathsheba, okay? I thank you all for coming in. And listening to my podcast. 
And today's lesson was about David, Bathsheba, and Uriah. And how we have to control our thoughts, how we have to control what we see, how we have to uh, control our sight, then it comes a thought, then it comes a concept, and then it comes a deed. We have to control all those factors when we decide to uh, live our daily lives. How are we going to, you know, how are we going, going to do that in our lives? You know, control those things. Because everything we see ain't good for us. And everything that we about to do ain't for us to do. They not, they, that wasn't what God wants you to do, okay? So, thank you for listening for today's Daily Devotional. I greatly appreciate you listening in. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore, and I will be talking to you again on Daily Devotional. Bye, babies. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. Hello, everyone. I greatly appreciate you listening to Daily Devotional today. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, your host, and It has been my pleasure to bring you the word for today. And I want to send a thank you out to all the people that live in these following countries that listen to my podcast. United States, Ireland, Nigeria, Germany, India, Singapore, Ghana, Gambia, United Kingdom, Canada, Philippines, Barbados, Australia, U.S. Virgin Islands, Italy, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, Nambia, Spain, Oman, South Africa, Mexico, Nigeria, Poland, New Zealand, France, Austria, Colombia, Nicaragua, and Qatar. Thank you for listening. If you hear this, shout out, okay? I want to thank all these people that live in the following countries for listening and taking the time out to listen to little old me, okay? If you like what you hear, you can donate to this podcast. We greatly appreciate your donations. 
to keep this podcast going and to reach the next level of reach the next level of uh, going out and doing live broadcasts soon. I plan on trying to do those. Um, you can donate uh, through GPay, Google Pay, um, or with any major credit card. Your donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, and $9.99. You can donate through GPay or any major credit card. You can donate, donate, donate. We would greatly appreciate your contributions to this podcast. I thank you so much. I am Sharice Johnson-Moore, your audio technician, your audio engineer, your graphic arts designer, uh, your copyright editor. Uh, I am the voice of the choice, okay? And I have many, 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 many talents, and I use them in my business. I want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And we would greatly appreciate your donations if possible. We greatly love you and we want you to have a blessed day. All right. Talk to you again on Daily Devotional.